there are any questions by board members? Yes, please. I'm just wondering, um, in working with New Flyer, will you be able to determine where the buses are actually built in the Minnesota plant or the okay. Canadian plants? Or? Alabama, yeah. Yes. Minnesota? Alabama. Alabama? Yes, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Please. And I noticed um, in the Sentinel, it was a nice article on um, the $106 million deal for fueling hydrogen vehicles. But I also noticed there is um, some pushback on that and about the charging stations and things. Um, it was nice to see Metro acknowledged for the largest purchase nationally. So um, kudos. Thank you. But um, did you have a response on some of the concerns for the hydrogen fueling stations? Yeah, I mean, we, I know we, we, we have extensively uh, uh, worked with our partners, especially when it comes to our uh, zero emission rollout plan. We tested electric buses, battery electric bus. We already have 10% of our fleet are already battery electric bus. And so uh, we, we did a route analysis using those, te those technology. And so we believe that the hydrogen fuel cell technology best, will best serve our routes given the topography of route. Uh, also, in terms of the fueling, I, I guess you know, the federal government has allocated roughly $8 billion, $8 billion nationwide to support that supply chain when it comes to providing that fuel. And also, the governor is roughly allocating $1.1 billion for uh, the construction of a hydrogen fuel station uh, nationwide, uh, statewide. So we feel very comfortable when it comes to uh, uh, getting those fuels to uh, our agency in the coming five years. So we have Certainly. A lot of grant support, and you know, that support's you know, wonderful for us to have, too. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Rotkin. I just wanted to add that at our last meeting, we had a pretty good presentation on uh, the prospects for um, getting adequate hydrogen fuel uh, mm -hmm. service. It, it is an issue. I mean, we shouldn't fool ourselves that there's not some risk involved here because there are not currently enough hydrogen uh, stations to sort of service all of our needs. But the presentation that we got from a number of groups that are working on that project suggests that both the, the availability of fuel and the cost of that fuel, which is pretty high right now, mm -hmm. should come down reasonably. Um, we got a um, comment at our last meeting from a member of the public, I think somebody from the Electric Vehicle Association, Monterey, Santa Cruz County, um, that basically, you know, we were just, we were depending on something that requires uh, fossil fuels to create. In other words, you have, how do you how do you get this hydrogen? You put basically you put energy into water and it splits the molecules apart and gives you hydrogen and oxygen. And she was correct in her comments that um, at the current time there's an awful lot of dependence on fossil fuels to create this hydrogen. But the exact same thing is true of people who are driving around in their individual uh, electric cars. Uh, where does that electricity come from? If they're getting it from a solar system, then fine. It, it's, you know, and even that's not perfect because there's issues about where the lithium comes from and everything else that's very complex. But I, I, I was pretty confident after our last meeting that we're not taking that big a risk in moving it forward with hydrogen and that basically the fuel will be available for us when we need it. Yeah, thank you. Other comments or questions? 
I just had uh, one comment. So you're doing two things historic today. The 57 bus purchases, as you had mentioned, the largest in North America thus far. And then with the nine hydrogen articulated buses, that will be the largest fleet of articulated buses in the nation running on hydrogen. Wow. Thank you for explicitly naming that for us. Right. Okay, um, I will see if there's anyone who has public comment on this item, item 11.